Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Casey Meehan. Casey, you are the CEO and founder of Epic Presence. You're found on the web at epicpresence.com. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, who doesn't want an epic presence? <laughs> I, I like the uh, kind of the the imagery there, but uh, tell, tell us more about, uh, and by the way, congrats on 10 years uh, at you. the helm here, uh, but explain what uh, epic presence is. So we're a content marketing agency uh, and we do serve, you know, SMBs, a lot of folks in the software space over the years. Some of our most notable clients, uh, Salesforce.com is probably the the, the one that most people (laughs) would know. There's another big one, um, Eightfold AI. They're an AI company that's in the uh, staffing and workforce management world. We started with them when they were just a 30-person operation and worked with them for many years, helped them to scale up to about a six or almost 700-person. You know, they're like a double, triple unicorn, something like that um, (laughs) these days. Uh, And with Salesforce, we've had some great success in 2021. We had uh, one of, if not their most highly trafficked blog post was a whole study that we did around entrepreneurs in covid we went out and fielded a, fielded a study and created some research around that. So those are the types of things that we've been up to. But now there's been a big transition into AI, and, and that's uh, that's shaking this world up a little bit. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's- yeah, I'll say, so in, in the content world, uh, how have you adapted or how have you, what, what, what have you been focused on over the past six months? Yeah, so I've I've really been focused on, you know, how can we get as much out of these new AI tools as possible? And I think right now folks are still in this phase of like, oh, let me make it create like, you know, 30 uh quick tweets or 30 mm-hmm. Instagram updates or some fairly thin blog posts that then need heavy editing. And so what I've been working a lot on is building these you know, knowledge bases. So taking a similar process, when we get started with a client, we always start with an interview, deep dive, who they are, how do they get to be where they are. But instead of just taking that and putting that into our writers' minds, before that, we're now working on uh, creating these big databases of these knowledge bases. They, they're called many things now. It's still a new field. But turning that interview information into data that we can then use uh, the AI to, um, you know, as source material for the AI. So when we ask it to create a blog post, we're referencing, um, you know, maybe two to three, four hours of interviews that we've done with a subject matter expert. Uh, And this is pretty useful stuff. It has a lot of use cases outside of marketing uh, as well. 
Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I want to talk more about that. Um, sure. You know, but I'm, I'm also really curious about other trends that you're observing in content, um, particularly if we think about, um, you know, B2B companies, um, folks that are going to have, um, you know, the, the decent sales cycles. I mean, there's definitely that's very relationship oriented. Um, they're going to have conversations, uh, you know, generally before, well, in some cases, not all of them I, I recognize with your clients, but, you know, thinking about someone who might be running an agency, um, sure. they might look at content and say, well, Casey, that sounds great. Obviously, that seems feels like a long-term strategy. Um, what can we do? Or is there anything that we should be doing um, to kind of fuel the fire, say, over the next six months or so? I would say just kind of being a little bit cautious with this thin content and thinking that, oh, great, I can just tell this, you know, bot, this chat GPT to create, spin up all, all of these articles, and, and that's going to be great. I see, you know, my background is in SEO. I see a lot of SEO folks just thinking, well, wow, this is wonderful yeah. we create all of this, but they're not necessarily seeing that second level of the fact that everybody's creating all of this. Uh, content. So there's, you know, if there were, it was a competitive space, you know, content marketing was very competitive before this. And now it's, you know, 100x uh, what it was, if not more. And at the same time, people are going to chat GPT for their searches more. So the search volume wow. uh, may, be, may be diminishing while the content is increasing. So Quality matters more than ever. And so just thinking you can just spin up some thin content that doesn't quite have, that doesn't cite or source, um, you know, relevant folks, that is, you know, you know, that there's a danger there to, to, to just creating thin content. And I know uh, a lot of agencies are, 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 are using it for that, which I would, I would warn against, but with a little bit of just cajoling, <laughs> you can get it to create some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And especially if you're using, you know, if you have a talented writer and are, are working to get them onboarded uh, with how to use this and specifically asking it to cite resources, um, cite specific folks um, and things like that. So you can actually try to tr turn it into real quality thought leadership uh, marketing materials. Um, that's, I guess, my quick and dirty takeaway. And I'm on LinkedIn. If anybody wants to chat with me, I love talking about this stuff. So I'd be happy to chat with them if they just want to hit me up on LinkedIn. Yeah. What What are the risks? I mean, you mentioned you kind of put out a, this is a cautionary tale, put out a warning, but what are the, what are the real risks? Uh, the real risk is just, you know, uh, kind of similar risks that folks have faced when SEO seemed too easy in the past where, mm -hmm. you know, um, they've spun up, you know, there used to be article spinners or just ways where you could create just these articles with tons of keywords in it that meant nothing. I think we're <laughs> seeing kind of the second phase of that. Yeah. Um, Google's got to be so, concerned about that. Yeah, you can tell Google's, I just had a conversation about this is the number of ads that they're showing now compared to their organic results uh, has really increased in the last few days. Wow. So that's sort of an, an indicator that they are concerned and, and you know, putting more emphasis on their paid results there. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, Casey, where do you fit in? Like, um, like, is there a particular size company that you typically work with or sure. um, like, how does, um, you know, just, um, you know, how does Epic Presence actually work? 
So yeah, we're um, you know we work well with SMBs. We like to have you know a direct line to you know the the C suite if we can, and that allows us to really speak on behalf of the um, you know of the organization, but also um, you know that that it's the company is a big enough to have some sort of a marketing department, you know, because uh, we're we're just kind of bringing the one piece of the content, and it needs other things there. And the roles are really switching up where we're, we're, uh, we're sort of transitioning into being more of an AI consultant to some degree. So mm-hmm. training up your teams on how to do some of this stuff. I've been spending five hours plus every day learning and experimenting with it. And I have a background in it before even JetGBT came out. We had a, uh, a really talented data scientist on staff, and I'd been doing a lot of stuff with Python and machine learning since 2018. So I'm really now uh, moving in a direction of helping teams of all sizes, but especially in that B2B SMB zone of maybe five to 50 employees, helping them make this transition and getting the most that they can out of uh, AI, uh, specifically when it comes to marketing, but also process enhancements and things like that. Yeah. And then... um... For um, industries, or are there particular uh, industries that you're stronger than others, or maybe kind of function of what they might do? We've dabbled a lot, you know, very B2B. So everything we've done pretty much has been in the B2B space. We've had uh, some significant traction with pharmaceutical. We've had a lot of work in education, uh, work tech, HR tech. Those, those are some of the big ones that come to mind. Yeah, what's what do you see happening right now in HR tech? Like, if you were to just kind of uh, give us a lay of the land for those who aren't necessarily in that world, what's been happening in HR tech? I think there's, you know, it's just the pendulum has been swinging so dramatically where it was, um, you know, nobody could could find folks, um, <laughs> so it was really just talent acquisition, talent acquisition, and we can't, you know, staff up enough and now that is swinging you know in a, in a, in a little bit of a different direction and how do we reskill and upskill our current um, workforce is a, is a big trending topic there a lot of the cool tools that are coming out are helping folks to find you know really talented people that they might have on staff that aren't being utilized in the best way possible so those are some of the big picture things i'm seeing there yeah, getting back to AI and, and AI tools, um, particularly if you're using ChatGPT, are there any uh, are, are there any prompts or kind of ChatGPT hacks that you're like, oh, I if you haven't tried this, try this, you know, anything like that that you found that you maybe or something even just oh, like a recent tons. discovery, you're yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'll, I'll share one with you after you share. Yeah. So well. I'll start with just a really fun one that I was having uh, that I uh, was this weekend. My, my wife was away visiting uh, her relatives. So I was just kind of hanging out and I typed in, let's imagine something that's never been imagined before mm. and had this whole conversation and the AI returned. Well, would do you want to imagine a product or a society or um, a creature? So that was just like hours of entertainment and just just kind of blowing my mind. Um, another one that comes to mind is one that I use a lot that's called the God prompt. And I, <laughs> I didn't come up with this, but it's a prompt that basically um, 
allows you to improve your prompts. So you basically tell it, I can pull it up here and I can read it for you word for word. So, yeah. that, uh, so that you have it. But this one has been very powerful because you, you kind of like, you kind of know what you want to, you know, the question you want to ask, but actually getting the AI to fine tune it. So this is the prompt. It's a little bit long. I'll read it out. Um, it's, I want you to become my prompt creator. Your goal is to help me craft the best possible prompt for my needs. The prompt will be used by you, ChatGPT. You will follow the process. One, your first response will be to ask me what the prompt should be about. I will provide my answer, but it will need to improve it through continual iterations by going through these next steps. Um, and the steps are based on my input. You will generate three sections, a revised prompt, uh, that will be rewritten. It should be clear, concise, and understood. And then suggestions to improve that prompt and any questions related to the prompt that might also improve it. So that, that is, is beautiful. <laughs> that's one prompt that'll make all of your other prompts better in your whole One experience. prompt to rule them all. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's another tool I've just been messing around with. I just found yesterday, Perplexity. I would say if you haven't messed with perplexity AI, it is in many ways more powerful than chat GPT, which I can't believe that I'm saying that because yeah. it's so powerful, but it perplexity right now has a much better access to the internet. So, mm. you know, they just rolled out the browsing feature in, uh, in chat GPT, which I have struggled with a little bit. Um, but uh, this perplexity is another tool that I highly recommend folks check out because it's wow. very, very powerful. You know, we were trying to come up with a couple of things. Um, last night we were talking and um, so one thing that that we'll often do is kind of advise on uh, our client's authority, perceived authority. And, and part of that is like, look, if you know, if you're running the uh, podcast media circuit and so forth, you really need to have a press kit, including some bios. And, um, you know, for someone that doesn't have a bio to begin with, I mean, usually they do, but even if they don't, uh, uh, it was recommended, we just ask ChatGPT, hey, I need you to write a bio, blah, 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 blah. What information do you need to write a good bio on me? Exactly. So you ask ChatGPT what it wants, and then, then you can kind of come up with that and then feed it. And then it'll take that and rewrite that into, you know, some That's bios, you have variations on. Exactly. Ask me five, five questions that you need me to answer in order to create a great bio. That's oh, I like that. So you're just prompting it to ask you the questions. I've been playing with that all morning. <gasps> and uh, yeah, that's what That's really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, to everyone who's listening to us, go do that right now. <laughs> Everybody yeah. needs a good bio and, you know, revisit that. And, uh, you and know, I just launched a, a YouTube channel called Blazing Zebra, where there's many, many different videos there, which are all sorts of uh, prompt sequences. One is for copywriting excellence. One is for modern market research. Uh, one is for keyword research, a really cool one for SEO keyword research, all related to AI. So that's a Blazing Zebra uh, YouTube channel with just thousands of prompts are up there already. So check Yolly. that out.
No, it's, I think it's really fun to just kind of see, you know, prompt ideas. It's really cool. Absolutely. You know, another thing that we were kind of goofing around with um, is I just needed like some sort of a, an outreach communication and everything that was coming back is like, I would never talk like that. Yeah. Ah, no, it was like, we tried so many, you know, to kind of tweak it to get the right tone. Right. So finally, I mean, it's, you know, again, it's my personality too. So uh, I'm not you know, completely, I, you know, I'm, I'm unique in that I would say I'm fairly personable in my communication style. So we had to come finally, it's like the right terminology. I said, write a ridiculously friendly and informal or something like that. It's like I had to use the word ridiculously, yeah. you know, informal and friendly and approachable, you know, community, you know, message, blah, 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 blah. But that was so funny that we had to throw in that amplifier that that and the results were like, there we go. We finally. Yeah. Got it. So I guess I, funny. I, I guess I now know myself. <laughs> exactly. There you go. It tells you a lot about yourself. And it does help to repeat, you know, in three different places in the prompt, repeat like what you're having a problem with. Like, oh, yeah, be, be not sensational, very factual. Um, those things can help. And I almost feel, I don't know if you feel this way, but it's almost like a pinata where you're kind of hitting at this pinata and it's like, it's not giving you anything. And then all of a sudden you do the right thing and it just explodes Mm. and just starts sending you all this stuff. You're like, yes, this is what I'm getting at. That's Mm. the experience that I have with, with working with it, where it takes multiple prompts and you're almost ready to give up and you try one more variation of a prompt and all of a sudden then the lights turn on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Casey, again, your website, thank you so much. Fun conversation. No um, your website, epicpresence.com. Um, when somebody goes there, what would you recommend their next steps after they've been listening to our conversation? Well, there is a, um, a, a video there that just says start here that just does a little bit about, about what we do um, there, but it, it is, it is changing pretty dramatically. So if folks are interested in talking about anything with me, I would say just come to my LinkedIn and, and shoot me a quick message there. If there's anything I can help with, you know, marketing or AI related, that would be a mm. good next step too. Yeah. All right. Uh, again, Casey Meehan, founder, CEO of Epic Presence. Your website is epicpresence.com. Anything else that, that you'd recommend for people to do? Or um, you, you, you mentioned your LinkedIn. Yeah, you are very uh, engaged on, on LinkedIn for sure. Uh, anything else in, in the world of uh, Epic Presence or Casey that, that folks ought to connect with? Um, check out the new YouTube channel, Blazing oh, yeah. Zebra. Yeah, that's where I'm focusing a lot of stuff. I got a lot of helpful tutorials up there. It's all about AI and marketing. Uh, so check that stuff out and uh, let me know what you think. One more time on the channel name on YouTube. Blazing Zebra. So it's a zebra, a blazing zebra. I like it. AI. There we go. Yeah. All right. Just hit subscribe. So Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, very cool. All right, Casey Meehan, again, founder CEO of Epic Presence and the uh the 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 YouTube channel that's all the rave right now. If you love chat GPT and want to see the kind of stuff you could do, uh go search for Blazing Zebra and go follow you there. Uh awesome conversation, Casey. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Great to be on. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, 
please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.